Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Because we got to get it fixed, old lady. Don't be mad at us and kick us out of the house. Okay? You got it? You got it? I just worry about my friend. Okay, shh. Listen, 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 listen. A recording Letitia Stalk made with her stepson Gannon hours before she brutally killed him. It's just one of the many disturbing moments from her murder trial so far. I've covered a lot of crime stories over the years, many here at Law & Crime, and it always gets me thinking about ways we can all stay safe. Well, one way you can do that is by trying out Palm Pepper Spray. It's a small but mighty self-defense tool. Palm Pepper Spray shoots up to 12 feet using the strongest legal form of pepper spray on the market. It's safe and easy. You just point it and spray, and if you want to try it, you can get 10% off. Just log on to palmpepperspray.com and put in the code LAWCRIME10. And remember, if you or anyone else is ever in danger, call 911. I'm Anjanette Levy, and welcome to Law & Crime's Sidebar Podcast. Letitia Stout claims that she was insane back in January of 2020 when she murdered Gannon Stout, her 11-year-old stepson. The question isn't whether or not Letitia actually killed Gannon. We know that she did. It's whether or not she knew right from wrong at the time that it happened. And prosecutors say that she did. Prosecutors say on January 27th, 2020, Letitia Stalk attacked Gannon in his bedroom. They were living in El Paso County, Colorado. That's the Colorado Springs area. Investigators claimed they found blood on Gannon's mattress, walls, and floors, as well as in Stalk's vehicle. Deputies believed that Stalk acted suspiciously when the child was first reported missing. She allegedly told them that Gannon went to play at a friend's house, but she couldn't tell them the name of the friend or where he lived. On January 29, 2020, Stalk allegedly claimed to investigators that a man named Eduardo raped her and kidnapped Gannon. Deputies didn't really buy the story and claimed that she never called 911 to report the rape or kidnapping and that Letitia wasn't interested in collecting evidence against her alleged attacker. During a preliminary hearing in September 2021, investigators revealed Stalk rented a budget rental van and information was gleaned from a cell phone in early February 2020. In court testimony, data collected revealed the van traveled from Colorado to Florida. Gannon Stalk's remains were found stuffed inside of a suitcase under a bridge in northwestern Florida in March 2020, about six weeks after Letitia Stalk's trip to the area. An autopsy showed Gannon had been shot and stabbed, and he had defensive wounds on his hands. 
In February 2022, Letitia Stout changed her plea to not guilty by reason of insanity. This pushed back the trial by an entire year, so both sides could prepare for this defense. Stout's trial started on April 3rd. Here's Prosecutor Michael J. Allen describing in his opening statement how he says Stauk took deliberate actions that proved that she was not insane at the time of the murder. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tell numerous stories to investigators to manipulate the course of the investigation. And finally, to discard Gannon inside that suitcase off of a Florida bridge by garbage. January 27, 2020, Gannon's home, located at 6627 Mandan Drive here in Colorado Springs, Colorado, turned into the stuff of nightmares. In fact, the one place a little boy like Gannon should have felt the safest, his bedroom, turned <coughs> into, like I said, the stuff of nightmares. That bedroom is, in fact, where he was brutally murdered. The defendant attacked him viciously, mercilessly, deliberately and intentionally. These are exhibits that you'll see from the doctor down in Florida, Dr. Ignacio, when she performed the autopsy. He'll tell you that Gannon suffered 18 stab wounds to his body, his chest, his back, his head, and most importantly, his arms and his hands. Why is that important? Gannon was fighting for his life and those were defensive wounds. Next came a crushing blow to his head that was so strong, it fractured his skull like an eggshell. That wasn't enough for this defendant. He retrieved a 9mm handgun, fired it again in three times. Two bullets struck the pillow near him and were caught in the fibers of that pillow. That third bullet entered his jaw, traveled through his head, fracturing his uh, mandible, his vertebrae, hitting his spinal cord and lodged in the back of his head and was recovered as autopsy. Allen went on to describe how he says Letitia Stauk took steps to destroy evidence. There were no obvious signs of a struggle or a murder because the defendant had cleaned them up. And also realized she had Gannon's blood on her person. Clothes that she was wearing likely containing Gannon's blood based off of how much blood had hit the walls, were never found. Her clothing was never found. After the prosecution made its opening statement, it was the defense's turn. Letitia Stauk's defense attorney, Will Cook, said that he doesn't deny that Letitia Stauk killed Gannon. He said that a psychotic break led to it. And the acts putting Gannon's body in a suitcase and traveling 1,300 miles. Full of Florida and throwing the suitcase, Gannon's body in it. Side of an overpass. Different stories she told. She was raped by somebody. 
person who raped her, kidnapped Gannon. Hear all the stories. The prosecution's going to play it for you. <clears throat> These are all signs and evidence of a mind, a soul. It is broken most fundamental and profound way. So broken. Doesn't even know what it was doing. What was going through that person's head? The killer Gannon's head. Alex's head. All the stab wounds, the shootings, the bruisings, the beatings, the burns. What was going through that person's head? I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Or the person that she was killing that day, attacking. I wasn't Gannon. I wasn't Gannon to her. Wake up that day and go, I'm going to kill her. No. She was killing the demons. Her life from the dark depths of her childhood and her life. One of the most heartbreaking parts of this trial was listening to the testimony of Al Stalk. That's Gannon's father. He served in the National Guard. Imagine leaving your son with your wife, someone you trust to take care of him, and not having a worry in the world that something bad might happen. Let's talk about um, Gannon's relationship with the defendant. How would you describe that relationship? Trusting. Um, I I, I'm comfortable saying I think he had love in his heart for her. Um, I don't think he was afraid of her or any fear for her. I, I, one of the things about Gannon that is special, and I think it's special about a lot of young boys, he, he absolutely loved his mom. And he had some of that same love for Tisha, too. So he was a mama's boy. He was, absolutely. How was, um, I guess, who who would discipline the kids? And when I say the kids, I'm talking about the little ones, so Lena and Gannon. Uh, both of us, both myself and the defendant. Al Stalk then testified about when he realized that his wife, Letitia, was lying to him about what happened to Gannon. Did you have an occasion to see surveillance video from neighbors in your neighborhood? Did you? Yes. Okay. Um, did you see um, Gannon ever walking away on that videos, on those videos from your house and never returning? I did not, no, sir. Okay. So back to- So, well, I okay. have to ask a question. Okay. <laughs> um, so you were earlier describing an accumulation of things that led you to 
change your opinion or your mind as to what actually happened with Gannon. Yes, sir. Uh, and you said, I think the one of the big things was the defendant telling you that her car was at French, you go to French, and it's not there. Yes, sir. Is that accurate? Yeah, that was the key moment when I switched from she knows more than she's telling me she knows. The jury then heard a recording of a conversation that Al Stauk made when he was talking to Letitia. And I want you to know that no matter what, no matter, no matter what, we can work through this together and I can help you, okay? But you just got to let me help you. But I have a very, you told me to be straight up. I got a very straight up question, okay? Are you ready? Yeah. Did you kill Gannon? I need to know. I need you to answer me yes or no right now. I killed Gannon. Did the you? answer is no. I can't believe you asked me this. I just got to know you. I told me to be straight up. I got to know what's happening to my son. Tell me why you would think I killed Gannon. There's a lot. There's a lot of unknowns. I mean, you I, I, being straight up again. You change your story again to me for the fourth time. No, I changed my story. You did. This is the fourth version of the same story. Okay. Wow. I, I, like half of what you told me today, with the cut foot, and now he's got burned arms and picking it, and his butt's bleeding. All this stuff is is new to what you told me the other day. And the other day you told me to cl you cleaned up the area where you got raped so nobody would see it. But now you told me you just changed clothes. I just don't know what the hell's going on. I didn't tell you. First off, you never even listened to me about anything that went. I on. did. I no. You stopped because I listened to you. I listened to you, and then I went and got the guns and put them in the truck, and then I came back and list me and Landon listened to you. And then I stopped and picked your story apart. So get it straight, Tisha. I listened to you, and I said if I'm wrong about the rape, I will get on my knees and beg you for forgiveness. Did I not say that? Yeah, but you haven't. Exactly, because I haven't been proven wrong yet. I want the truth. If I'm wrong, if the, if, if the, the police, no matter what they're doing, the FBI, the CBI, the CBS, whoever, okay, if they tell me I'm wrong, I will publicly, in front of the world, get on a camera and tell you I'm sorry. But until that happens, we're going to find the truth. How can you tell me that someone didn't come? I don't understand. How can you tell me that someone didn't do something to hurt me and take me in? I'm not telling you that. I'm telling you... It hasn't been proven one way or the other. You said you banged your head on the freaking table. I, now I got to tell them to go check out the table and see if there's any blood or, or any of your... He knew that. They had already asked that. Okay, but that's the first I heard of it. You see what you see what I'm saying? You never would talk to me. You literally just sat here in a conversation and asked me, did I kill our child? Yes, I did. Because I, I because if you say no, then I can't. I, I'll stop thinking that you did it. Okay. Letitia then told Al that she would need immunity in order to tell him what happened to Gannon. It hurt me to ask it because you're my wife. And, you know, I first thing I started with today was happy Valentine's Day. That should tell you how I feel about you. Okay. But I need you to be here with me. Deported. I am. I'm right. I'm, I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm begging you. If they give me immunity, I will help. Okay. But I, so here's. Okay, well, that's why I'm here. I'm trying to under, I, you know, I'm not, you, you have the legal background, okay? I don't have that knowledge. All I have is my recruiting time and uh, the other stuff I've done. So you need to help me understand what you're trying to get. I don't understand what that means. Humanity, okay? You know what? 
I, other than what I've seen on TV shows, I don't know. I need you to help me. That's what I'm trying to, I mean, help me to get you to that point. Hello? Community is on a grant. I'm a judge. I will not be charged anything in this. Because I didn't have anything to do with it. The only time that I will testify and I will give them the information of who I'm getting and I will testify against them. Okay. So you're saying, so. so I'm going to walk back through this so I understand clearly what you're saying. So there's no... No ambiguity or unknowns here. So you're saying you somehow know wh where Gannon is or who has him or how he got him or something like that? Ho, 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 see, that's why you're not going to put words in my back. I'm not. I'm trying to understand, Tisha. I'm not. I'm Explain to me, okay? Walk me through it so I understand what you're saying. No, why, why would I record you? This is me and you. I, I mean, why would I say happy Valentine's Day on a recording? That's something personal between us. You and, it's just you and me on this phone call and in your room. Absolutely. Okay. The community is where I'm telling you, I told you the truth about Mr. Gannon. There's more details about how that went on. There's more details that I can't discuss and that would incriminate myself because they're going to say, why did you say this? But they have, he has all our information. He was starting to go to work and Get massaged and be happy. People go there. If I did not, if I said anything in the meeting with the cops, I was late to the meeting. But I need immunity. So you. I get to. So, why? What I don't understand is why, babe. Why would is this not something you would tell me from the get go? I, I just. I can't, I can't, they're gonna kill my daughter. They're gonna kill me. They know. You at everybody. They would do everything. Yeah, but Tisha, but look, but look, look at what you, but look at just, look at what you just said. There was testimony from a man named Macon Ponder. He testified about participating in a search for Gannon Stelk's remains in Florida. He found a suitcase and described what he found inside when he opened it. Did you open it? <clears throat> yes, sir. Uh, tell us about that. <clears throat> I was the first one to unzip it. <clears throat> and before we opened it, as soon as we unzipped it, we immediately noticed the smell. That's what hit us first. And finally, an autopsy conducted on Gannon's remains revealed that he died as a result of homicide, his cause of death, a gunshot wound to the head, and trauma, blunt force trauma to the head. Toxicology testing revealed that Gannon had acetaminophen in his system at the time that he died. That's not unusual. That's essentially Tylenol. But what was unusual was the test results showed that he had the presence of an opioid in his system. What about, what other things did you find in, in Gannon's uh, bodily tissues? Um, he also had hydrocodone in the liver tissue. All right, so let's talk about hydrocodone. What is hydrocodone? Um, hydrocodone is um, a narcotic analgesic. It's um, a drug used for pain, and that is um, also found in um, cough medications because it's supposed to suppress your cough. 
Is hydrocodone a controlled substance? Yes, you need a prescription for that. So I can't just go to Walgreens without a prescription and buy hydrocodone? Yes. <clears throat> is it um, indicated as highly addictive? It, yes, you can be dependent on it. What are the effects of hydrocodone on a human? Um, depending on the dosage, you can initially become drowsy, lightheaded, um, dizziness. And if you take a higher dose, it could lead to um, respiratory depression or you'll have problems breathing. You'll have lethargy, um, coma, and eventually death. Was it unusual in your opinion to find hydrocodone in a child of 11 years old uh, like we did here in, in Gannon's death? Yes, I found it unusual. And that's it for this edition of Law & Crime Sidebar Podcast. You can listen to and download Sidebar on Apple, Spotify, Google, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And of course, you can always watch it on Law & Crime's YouTube channel. I'm Anjanette Levy, and we will see you next time.